Welcome back to The Gathering Podcast. I'm Travis. And I'm Will. And on today's episode, we're covering a series uh, we put together uh, called Why Men Hate Going to Church. We got put onto this topic by listening to podcast from The Art of Manliness, which is authored by Brett McKay. It's uh, podcast 253, Why Men Hate Going to Church, where he interviewed the author of a book called Why Men Hate Going to Church, David Murrow. Yeah, and so David uh, wrote this book, um, not just based off his own experiences, but also, you know, talking with a lot of other men who don't go to church and um, some of those reasons why. And I think overall, it does discuss um, kind of the feminization of church, which uh, is, I think, more than evident if you look at at church today. And uh, but more specifically, chapter ten discusses the twelve things men fear about church. And so we're going to cover those twelve things starting today. And so I'd like to uh, start by first saying that if you are um, a member of leadership in your church, um, if you're, you know, clergy, if uh, you're, you volunteer for some, re- you know, at some capacity at your church, uh, do music, whatever it is, and even if you just go to church, this is a great read. Yeah. Uh, but more specifically, if you, um, if you're a leader in your church, and uh, whether you see a decline uh, in attendance or not, this is, I believe, a must read. Just because of, I mean, it just covers so much. <laughs> it's kind of uh, right. So even as men that do go to church, I have been so encouraged by reading this book, maybe in just the, in ways that I can reach out to other people, but even for myself, because sometimes, you know, we do fall into these categories and we have to remind ourselves to get out of it. Sure. And, you know, one of the, one of the biggest things I've heard is, uh, you know, folks saying that, um, you don't have to go to church, um, to, to be a Christian mm-hmm. and follow Christ, which I, I totally agree with. Um, and, you know, other folks have been saying, well, you know, the uh, church today isn't exactly um, like church was back in the time of, uh, you know, d- the disciples, the, the growth of the new church. And uh, I, I also True. agree. Um, however, uh, if nothing else, there's one specific, I mean, statistically, men who go to church have children who are uh, less likely to fall into drugs, um, go to jail, uh, and and who will more likely, more than more than likely, continue going to church as an adult if if the father attends church. So um, and again, going to church isn't going to save you. Um, and if you're saved, you don't necessarily have to go to church. Like that's that's not how it works. But I am going to point out just that one specific uh, aspect. That listen, um, if eating healthy food, 
increases your chances of um, having a long, healthy life, then maybe you should eat healthy food, you know? Um, and if, if going to church has, uh, in, will increase your chances of um, having a better spiritual walk or uh, your children, uh, the likelihood of your children um, discovering and following uh, a life in Christ, then I would definitely put it on the calendar. <laughs> yeah, and don't get us wrong. This podcast series is specifically meant for men who believe in God, but just don't make it in you know a priority in their life to go to church. Sure, sure. And for for uh, well, in this case, uh, twelve specific reasons, and we'll be going over um, each reason. Uh, in each episode. So we're going to go ahead and, and actually read um, an excerpt from the book. And this one is, I'll hate church like when I was a kid. Men often have a harder time forgetting a traumatic experience than women do. This is because of a different in a difference in brain structure. So if men were traumatized in church as children, they're more likely than women to retain those fears as adults. Since the majority of U.S. men were raised in church, at least for a time, they bear some childhood memories of it. And if those memories are bad, they may feel distressed every time they enter a house of worship. The sight of stained glass or the smell of musty hymnals can summon vivid, painful memories years later. It doesn't take horrific abuse to create negative childhood memories. Some boys were just bored out of their minds and they're loath to repeat the experience as adults. As a little boy, I can remember uh, sitting through lengthy church services wearing a stiff collared shirt and choking necktie. My feet squeezed into uncomfortable patent leather shoes. At the ripe old age of seven, I made a promise. Once I'm grown up, I'm never going to do this again. God found me as a teen, but most men... Who utter this vow, keep it for the rest of their lives. One reason contemporary churches seem to do a better job reaching men is their rejection of old-time religion. Their modern style doesn't stir up painful memories of childhood. Of course, some men had a wonderfully positive church upbringing, and these are the ones you're most likely to find in the pews of traditional churches. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, when we say traditional church, we're going to use that term broadly just because I think, uh, you know, some people view uh, traditional church as, you know, the old pipe organ and, and pews and, and three piece suit while other people will consider, um, chairs and, uh, you know, shorts and a t-shirt still, a traditional type setting. It just kind of, uh, kind of depends how, how old you are, I guess. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I actually, um, heard a man about my age who claimed that, uh, and I think he was using this based off of his personal beliefs, not necessarily any data whatsoever, but claimed that, um, he felt, um, men in their, in their mid thirties preferred, the traditional church with uh, pipe organ and such and, and singing hymns and, 
and whatever. And I, I, I couldn't, couldn't fathom that just because of the statistics of, uh, you know, attendee numbers. And, um, I later found out this individual is an organist (laughs) and therefore probably fits into like a fraction of a percentage of men today who are organists (laughs) amongst the population of men. And therefore his, his view uh, or his, his preference was probably a little bit outside of the norm, um, which I, I mean, I find that myself too, you know, or I think, uh, well, this is how I feel. So it's probably how the majority feels. And um, there are many times when I'm wrong, but. Yeah. So uh, this is just one of the fears. I'll hate church like when I was a kid. And so I guess that simply implies that at some point when you're a kid going to whatever church it was, there's something that hurt you, scarred you, is going to keep you from coming to church as an adult. For sure. And, you know, I think uh, regardless of your church experience, I I would say I had a generally positive uh, church experience as uh, a young boy, Um, but I still hold scars um, from from different things. None of those scars result in me not wanting to go to church. Um, But... I can see how, um, for some people, depending on what those scars may be, how that would be, uh, a you know, complete roadblock for them and sure. how they, how, how they could, uh, get through that, you know? Yeah. So personally, uh, the, the church that I kind of grew up in until I was about 12 years old, uh, was what we would say a traditional church and which is pretty much the opposite of what I attend today uh, in respect to being culturally fluid, you know, doctrinally, it's the same. However, even as a child, you know, there were some things that I knew what I didn't want in the church I would take my family to someday, but it wasn't enough for me to keep me from going to church altogether. For sure, yeah. Uh, But I guess what we see is men are more stubborn than women. And so maybe you are being dragged to church, you know, as a kid. Um, and so that puts a bad taste in your mouth, or maybe it's something at church or the people, whatever the scar is, whatever the issue is, you know, like he, like David said in his book, you know, that he made a promise. I'm never going to do this again. And so when he grows up, he says he's, you know, God saved him, called him back in his teens you know, if he remembered that, how many of us are just so stubborn that whether we're right or wrong, we said it, we made a promise to ourselves, we're going to keep it. For sure. I mean, I'm, I know I'm usually that stubborn to have done something like that. But here, here's what I want to propose. Um, you know, as uh, maybe you haven't learned, but um, as I have learned that, you know, the human brain doesn't even fully develop until your mid twenties. Okay. So if you're basing your, um, religious activities, um, off of a decision that you made as a child, let's say 14 and under or whatever, I, I would say, I, I would go as far as to call you out and say, 
that's just illogical. Like, I, I mean, um, you don't, you don't make decisions based on, um, you know, the thoughts and rational, uh, process of a child. You don't. And, and so why are we still doing this today? Just because of a, of a fear or whatever. Now, again, I'm coming from the standpoint where I do enjoy going to church. Um, most of the time, every once in a while I have a, mm-hmm. A Sunday where you know what I just want to sleep in, <laughs> and uh, and sometimes I take those, but um, most certainly I, I enjoy going to church for me and my lifestyle. Um, coaching sports and going to church is almost the uh, exclusive um, one-on-one or, or exclusive social gatherings that I get. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I enjoy going to church, uh, and, and getting to be with people and, and chat with people and catch up with who's, you know, who's got a kid now and, and so on. Yes. And like you said, I think it's 25 years old for men is when our brain or the, the, the thinking part of our brain finally fully develops. And so if you're past that, as a man, you know, maybe you have a family, you're single, whatever. I guarantee you've gone through something in your life already that as a child, you perceived completely different. And now you realize, wow, no, that's not the truth. That wasn't the full truth. I didn't understand completely, you know, and I'm not saying maybe you were legitimately hurt in the church. Don't go back to that church, you know? Sure. I think it's childish to base one instance in your life especially in your childhood that's going to dictate the rest of your life and how you respond to the god that you believe in yeah and and again you know the whole the whole fear um is it's you're gonna you're gonna hate it like you did when you were younger well have you gone to all the churches (laughs) i mean i i uh I suggest if you're church hunting, I honestly say you you need to um, at least give a church three tries before you say no. Yeah. Uh, unless of course you you walk in there and you have no clue what they you know what they're about, and and you're hearing absolutely doctrinal false like right. uh, you know um, it's by works that you're saved. You know, boom, that's a one and done. Right, I'm down. Yeah. Not even <laughs> staying know? the whole service. Right, right, exactly, but. You know, um, to uh, to sit through one service of a church and think, well, um, I didn't like it. The music wasn't upbeat enough, or I didn't like it. The uh, the pastor uh, didn't didn't preach, you know, as firm as I like it. It was it was kind of a soft spoken whatever. Well, you know, we at my church we've got. Uh, three pastors who right. who speak at different times and and they all have a different approach about it. We have a couple different worship teams that lead music and and you're going to get a different experience a lot of times. Some Sundays um you know the youth actually do music and so you you can't judge um your you can't you can't judge from from that one experience. I definitely would say, you know, find a church, go there a few times. If it's still not for you, move on. Yeah, so whatever it was in your childhood that you're saying, nope, never again. Well, yeah, it doesn't mean that 
it's going to be in every church. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, know when I when I moved up into this area um, from a you know hour and a half away, I before I moved, I knew I was going to have to go to a new church. So I actually got online and looked at all the churches in the area and started going to their websites and looking into their doctrine and their belief. And I li- and I listened to some of their sermons that they had online because I. I have a specific set of things that I'm looking for when I go to a church. I want to make sure that it's going to meet that before I go there and I waste that time. Sure. Um, and the result was, you know, we ended up going to one church for about a year before uh, leaving that one and going to the church that we're in now that we've been for a few years. Um, so I guess if this is you guys, if you have been hurt as a child in the church and that's what's keeping you from going today, then I just encourage you make a list of what you're looking for in a church realistically uh, first and foremost make sure that they're doctrinally conservative that what they teach is in the bible and for me culturally fluid is okay like whatever whatever's going on in the culture as far as the music contemporary music versus hymns uh, all that stuff is not salvific it doesn't have to do with your salvation correct and correct. so that can ju- that that's just preference stuff so as long as you can find a church that's doctrinally conservative and the rest of the things. And, and here's the thing. You're not going to like everything about your church. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to happen. You're it, not ever going to find that church. And it never can. I mean, you, every single person is different and has, I mean, even if you're married, you know this. I mean, there's going to be, uh, there's going to be things that uh, my wife likes about a church service one day that I don't and vice versa. And so you're, you're never, you're never going to please everyone and that's kind of something you, you, you have to deal with. Personally, I would love to see um, everybody uh, going to one doctrinally sound church and not having, you know, uh, a one church that's very, uh, you know, how should I put it, quiet and reserved and whatever, mm-hmm. and then another church that's, you know, uh, hooping and hollering and, and yelling. I, I just wish that we could all go to one church, hear the truth, and accept it if one person wants to, you know, um, clap their hands off beat of the music. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, somebody else would rather not. You know, that's... Um, yeah, I mean, there's no perfect church. And if there was and you showed up, it's not money. It's not perfect anymore. For sure, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, again... Um, Wrapping this up, chapter 10, um, the first of the 12 fears men have about going to church is that they will hate church like when they were a kid. And uh, yeah, if that's you, would love for you to reach out to us either through Facebook, Instagram, um, go ahead and email us and uh, would love to hear your story. Uh, Maybe we can... um, Use it and grow through that. I think it would be great. Yeah, and uh, Sunday's coming, so make sure you find yourself a church and get involved. That's it for this episode of The Gathering Podcast. We appreciate your support. If you found value in today's episode, please hit that like button, share, and subscribe. We'd also appreciate a good review. But more importantly, if you're in the Gladwin, Michigan area, please join us for The Gathering Breakfast held the second Saturday of each month at the 963 building on North M18, where we'll have plenty of bacon, and we'll touch on this episode briefly with some more outlook 
from men like yourself.